Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome to the 18th episode of Interlude Army. Today we'll be talking about BTS's new single, Stay Gold, their upcoming picture books, and more. We also interviewed UCLA Bruin marching band director Kevin McCown and one of the tenor drummers, Emma Atkins, who participated in BTS's song called On. Let's get it! Welcome to Interlude Army. I'm Roseanne. And I'm Jose. Time to announce the winners of both the BTS Fifth Muster Magic Shop DVD and the four books, Map of the Soul 7, Persona, Shadow, and Ego. The winner for BTS's Fifth Muster Magic Shop is... Drumroll, Jose. <laughs> Anna dot gums 96 congratulations and the premium winner for all four map of the soul books is drum roll please roseanne what is is that a cricket okay um (laughs) madhavi sutar 95 congratulations to our winners for the winners, please email us at interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com with the item you won in the subject line. For example, BTS's fifth muster winner or Map of the Soul book winner. Yeah, so thank you once again for everyone who participated in this giveaway, but hold up. We got more. Yeah. <sighs> I know they were like, what? We got more? <laughs> I know we got so much in store for you guys. I'm super excited. Yeah. <laughs> but today we're doing two giveaways again. For our followers, we are giving away BTS's Japanese Face Yourself album to two lucky winners. To enter, follow Interlude Army on Himalaya, screenshot the follow, and write the word Journey on the screenshot. Then send it to interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com. With the subject line saying, face yourself giveaway. For our premium giveaway, we'll be giving away BTS's Map of the Soul 7 Jigsaw Puzzle. Yeah! Yes, that's that, that's that blue box in Weavers, if, if you guys don't know what we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> so to enter, follow Interlude Army on Himalaya and become a premium member. Screenshot your premium membership. Then send it to interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com with the subject line saying BTS Puzzle Giveaway. You could use the promo code capital H, lowercase i, dash, lowercase m, capital P, capital P, lowercase x, and lowercase n. So that is H-I-M-P-P-X-N for a free month of premium access. And for this week's army term, Lynn will be explaining borahe. My word is borahe and the definition. On November 13th, 2016, during the third muster event, 
Tay gave a heartfelt ending speech. Do you know what purple means? Purple means I will trust and love you for a long time. This was something he made up. He wished he could see Army for a long time, just like his meaning of purple. He said, we'll always trust you and go up the stairs with you. You don't need to help us all the time. You can hold our hands and follow us now. We'll go up really high. He went on to explain again another time that the rainbow has seven letters in English and seven colors because BTS has seven members. He will love ARMY to the end since the color purple is the last color of the rainbow. Bora, which means purple, and Hei, meaning to do something. But Taya explained that he mixed Bora, purple, and Sarenghe, I love you, and it became Borahe, I purple you. The color purple soon became worldwide spread as the color of the fandom and BTS and ARMY's love for one another. Yeah, so thank you so much for explaining Borahe to us, Lynn. We know how much that phrase means to us, ARMY. Oh, yes. We can't wait to hear the other ARMY terms that our premium members will explain next. So, Jose, you already know what I'm going to ask you. How are you doing? You okay? That was well. No, that was actually good. Jose, what are you talking about? No, that don't even. You don't need to lie. You do not need to. This became like a vocal, vocal session right now. Um, no. Um, other than my non-existent vocals, I, I am doing pretty good. Thank you for asking. Uh. Just been busy with like mm-hmm. school. Um, just finished an essay actually. Before we started recording this, I had to turn in our first essay nice. for my summer class. Uh, but yeah, um, everything's going well. Uh, family's good. Boyfriend's good. Everybody's good, thankfully. We're all thankful. We're all healthy. I hope. Yeah, we're all good. We're all here. So, I mean, we have a lot to be thankful for. But what about you, Roseanne? How are you? How was your week? I actually could say there was an event. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let us yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, you know how, like, Vegas is also slowly opening up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were able to get together with our... Uh, basically, they're like our family here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Because me and my boyfriend's family... All live in Alaska. Mm -hmm. And so it's like this family basically adopted us. But anyways, we all went out. uh, I think eight of us went out to go play paintball. This was my first time playing paintball. Got some shots in. um, Survived some. I only got hit once by a paintball like directly on my skin um and let let me tell you um paintball is really fun but when you get hit expect to get like bruises yeah um i got a big bruise um you're like paintball is fun uh except for when you get hit (laughs) yeah except when you get good thing when you get hit once you're basically out like if they tap you with the you're you're out and you have to wait till Uh the round is over so you don't get shot like too many times but um, no, I, I do suggest people who haven't played paintball, like, don't be afraid that when people say, oh my god, it's going to hurt. Like, when mm-hmm. you're in that moment, you just get so hyped up and it's just, it's really fun. So The adrenaline, huh? Like it Yeah, the you. adrenaline. And the bruises are just whatever, you know, got battle scars. You're like, yeah. Pain, pain is temporary. That's so there funny. you go. <laughs> oh, by the way, I totally forgot. It was Father's Day. I, I'm all, I didn't even mention that, like, we actually celebrated... Uh, my dad actually Aww, this past weekend. Sorry, cute. dad. I didn't mean to. Not that I forgot about you. I just uh, I'm all thinking about what did I do? What did I do? Wait, I actually celebrated. That's my dad. cute. What you guys do? Um, just home. Oh, that's well, <laughs> just, you know. Like, yeah. Made some carne asada and <laughs> and then we just celebrated. Gave him some presents. I gave him. Me and my boyfriend bought him like a a foot massage Ooh. machine thingy. And, like, it's pretty nice because it's not just the massager. Like, it actually has, like, heat. Like, it, it's supposed to make it hot. Or I don't Ooh, know what, how it is because we didn't try it out. But <laughs> yeah. um, it had, like, really, really good reviews. So we were like, let's get him there. So whenever he comes from back from work um, or when he's, like, out working out because he works out and whatever, when he's tired, he can just, once he showers and everything, he can relax. Oh, that's nice. massage his face. 
That's really nice. Like, I feel like... It's weird, because there's so much that usually happens for the week of BTS, basically. Oh, yeah. I think this time around, it was more of, like, a lot of upcoming content Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. product like news so but i mean mm-hmm. if if we want to keep it real we got more v lives and streams and like that's never gonna stop i think and run started again oh my gosh oh yeah, yeah that's true that's true that's another another content to look forward to but <laughs> um so this week though the song or the single stay gold was released and mm-hmm. we we were ready we put on our clown masks jose we thought there was a music video that was going to come out <laughs> I was like, if you guys remember last, was it last episode? Yeah, it was last episode. Last week's episode, yeah. That we were like, oh, we're betting. We both think it's going to be the song and the music video that's going (laughs) to drop. But like Roseanne said, we have our clown masks because that did not. (laughs) But what did you think? Okay, we're going to start with a song. Mm -hmm. What did you think of Stay Gold? (gasps) I, I, it's up the show. Woo, woo, woo. (laughs) Woo, woo, woo. Oh, he lost his words. Jose lost his words. What the hell just happened? Okay, um, that just means I'm excited, but I couldn't come up with words. My brain works faster than my mouth. Okay, woo. Um, I, I, I love it, but I, what I was trying to say is that like I felt like it was very different from their past mm. Japanese uh, releases. Mm-hmm. It has a diff- different vibe to it. I can totally tell that it's meant for a uh, drama because it's supposed to be the theme song for that uh, Japanese drama that had to get postponed. Mm-hmm. And for sure it's still going to be, but because Big Kid has to do what they got to do, they're probably like, we still have to move with, move forward with our plans to release our Japanese oh, yeah. stuff, you know, even though that drama was postponed. We only had the chorus that was teased to us, like, uh, like five to ten seconds of it that we only knew. We didn't know how the rest of the song was going to sound. So it was... Even though I expected this chorus to sound a certain way, the rest of it was very unexpected. Like, I did not think there was going to be an extended part to the chorus. Like, stay gold. Like, they, they repeat stay gold, um, but in a very cheery oh, way. I can't cute. sing, guys, so that's why I'm not going <laughs> to even try to sing it. But um, right after, like, I guess the main part of the chorus, which is what was teased to us with stay gold, na, 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 na. There's, there's another part where they add to that that is still part of the chorus. Stay gold, stay gold, stay gold, stay gold. Like that, I was like, oh, my God, that's so unexpected. I thought it was just going to move on to the next uh, verse or the next or the bridge or whatever. I didn't think it was going to keep going. And then the G Cook harmonization yeah. at the end, Jimin's high notes towards the end, Jin's I'm, I'll steal your heart. <laughs> V's uh, like uh, they just had so many parts. And uh, I just, you know, I could speak all day about it. I really liked it. <laughs> what about you, Roseanne? Stay gold right away when it started. I think maybe some people could relate to this too when the ting. Ding, 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 comes in it kind of reminds you of like was it for you right mm-hmm. just uh ding, ding, ding. but mm-hmm. the chorus itself like jose mentioned i don't think there was a japanese song that i could connect to or that reminds me of i mean the whole time i was head bopping oh yeah you guys could watch our our reactions to this song on youtube oh, yeah. mm-hmm. just in case you haven't seen it yet but i was just like head bopping the whole time it was that kind of song where i felt like it was so uplifting and like the lyrics, though, after I read it, I was like, "Ooh, what mm-hmm. is this? It's so intimate." But um, I don't know if you remember the very first time that we spoke about Stinkle, like theorizing what it could be about. I think we both said something similar of like, "It's basically." I think they're gonna be telling us like, "Stay, stay the way you are." Like, um, oh, you yeah. are gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's pretty much like complimenting. I feel like it's a complimenting yes. song, and it kind of, actually, it is kind of that. Like once I listened to the lyrics like you said you know but other than the song we actually got a performance they performed on cdtv live i believe that's the name of the show in japan and uh, did you get a chance to watch the performance Rosa? oh yes I did. I did oh my god what did you think because i mean just the set alone when when yeah. i saw the teaser photo for that i was like oh, what is this about to be the set <laughs> itself was like it's like simple but very elegant and beautiful mm-hmm. like you could focus on the boys and then just had like that beautiful like a uh, tree i guess mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. back 
And the performance itself, not gonna lie, like I actually prefer this live audio over the official recorded audio. Uh And I think it's because of how raw their voices were. (laughs) And I honestly, like I loved their live vocal performance and how clear their voices were during this performance. I wish they had like this live audio on Spotify or something, but I guess we shall, we'll see. But you, how about you, Jose? Same. I I remember watching it and I reacted to it. Actually, I remember saying like they ate the CD mm-hmm. because, girl, when I tell you there was no backing track to that performance. Yeah, the music is the only thing that's like the backup because I mean it's the music this, of the song. <laughs> but as far as the vocals, it's all them. Yeah. They're just letting us know they can do this without mm-hmm. the backing track. In case anybody had any doubts, mm-hmm. uh, but like you said, it was very the set clean and and simple, yeah. but it it's like impactful. Yeah. Like when I saw the teaser photo of the performance, them just sitting in the tree and it's like all white. I think in the back there's like windows or maybe there are lights to make it look like it's mm-hmm. windows or mm-hmm. open or something. I I mean the people that like the engineers and the set designers and all that we gotta give it up to them For too sure. because it just adds to the performance. You know, it's just their uh, outfits like matched too because they were like wearing white, but they had some like designs. Mm. Um, and their undershirts, but yeah. um, they also mentioned that there we will be getting more performances, probably in the same set, but like different songs, right? Oh yeah, it's. I think it's for the same show. Oh yeah, makes that sense. they performed it for. I think I'm. I, Army, I'm sorry if I'm mistaken on that, but I. But it is for Japanese television. Mm-hmm. They're going to be performing "Your Eyes Tell," which is another original Japanese song for the new album. And "Your Eyes Tell," Jungkook was part took part in the com- composition of the song. So that's exciting too. Other than the Japanese album that we know that they were working on, mm-hmm. we know that they're working on their Korean album, which they l- mentioned a little bit during Jimin and Jungkook's live. Mm-hmm, yeah, which I missed. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> no, no, I was like literally brushing my teeth when they started the stream. And I was like, oh my gosh, they keep streaming when we're like going to bed. But that's because, you know, time zone, time difference. Mm-hmm. So... It's okay. But in this session, they were making kimbap, which is Korean seaweed rice roll. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to host like a a mukbang, which is eating live. (laughs) So I was like, oh, this is cute. I love how they're finding like little activities to stream to make it like interesting. And I think they were streaming from home, Jose. I mean, that's what it came off. Yeah, like they were in their kitchen because um, I think Jimin was asking, oh, we don't have a spatula at home. And then when V called during Mm -hmm. their V Live, because he said he was bored, Uh because I guess he was in the studio, like trying to work on his music. Yeah. And so he called. So I'm like, huh, I wonder if they were at home. So... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, like you guys, I I told y'all I missed it, unfortunately. (laughs) So I'm actually getting caught up here with Roseanne as well. I mean, I did see a couple clips and uh, you know how ARMY is. We create memes out of everything. (laughs) And there was a, I know, there was a meme created uh, from Jimin's moment with the closed bottle while playing the song from the movie Gladiator. So what was that, yeah. Roseanne? Because I didn't see that actual meme. I saw one where he's he's with the he's like cooking something with the pan, and he's like shaking or something like that. And I just thought it was oh, funny. God. Like there's no like music or anything like that. He's just shaking the pan or something. And I just thought that was like funny. I don't even know if it's a meme, but it's like a clip that I saw. There's so many. It's because Jimin was like trying to like act with the music because the music was so like exaggerated Uh, Mm -hmm. and so like he was trying to make things so epic and i think a lot of like i saw a lot of screenshots of like jimmy's face (laughs) because he was making funny faces on there so it was cute the interactions was really cute and then you see of course jungkook like trying to trying to help out make and then eating yeah you know jungkook (laughs) loves his food okay um but while they were streaming they did mention um like the progress of the upcoming korean album jungkook said that he made four songs for the new album so far so far yeah so far so he's probably like trying to make more and trying Mm -hmm. to submit more so can't wait and jimin said that he made 
three songs and um, also submitted that to the company. And right now, so they're kind of like in that the process where they submit and then the producers um, will let them know if it's, it will fit the album and then work on from there. So I wonder which songs will make it through. That's so crazy to think because right there, just by what Jungkook and Jimin let us know, that's seven songs already. Yeah. So to think that like, obviously it, it it's happened before with other companies as well, where it's like, well, we might take one of those songs. Mm-hmm. So it's like crazy to see like, will we ever hear the ones that weren't accepted for the album? Right. Maybe it'll come out in another future album or maybe a mixtape or maybe they'll release as solo songs. Who knows? But it's just so it's so cool to like learn about the process, you know? They're letting us know as as they're working on this, like, hey, we just submitted this for the company. And I don't think in the past we've known it while it's oh yeah true so it's pretty cool (laughs) but not only was it a a stream for jimin and jungkook but we also got a it might not be v live but it was a stream Mm -hmm. on youtube we got another jimin solo stream on youtube where he talked also more about the process of the upcoming korean album he's he mentioned how the songs by the members were gathered and submitted to the company and also in-house producers have also been making good songs for the album because we also have to think about like it's not only the guys mm-hmm, that are mm-hmm. working on the on the music it, he, they also have their producers that that are working on it so it, it'd be interesting to know if maybe when he said the in-house producers maybe they're working on the ones that they submitted ah, you know like the members submitted. Yeah. Um, or if it's going to be, you know, some members songs and then some that are completely produced oh, by the producers, by the, um, from the producers. Yeah. Uh, but while we're like waiting for all this to come through and hear mm-hmm. more updates, we got updates on new merch. Jose. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched the, uh, company briefing that Big Kid had a while back. They started, you know, letting us know of things that they had planned, with like new groups, new merchandise, tours, but I mean, tours that unfortunately had to be postponed. Um, But one of the things that was mentioned was graphic lyrics. And that's all they told us, you know, like it's gonna be a graphic lyrics. Um, Obviously the title itself, you're already thinking, okay, so it has to do with songs. The, uh, it's gonna be maybe the, a lyric book or something like that. Well, we finally know what it's going to look like, or what they're going to look like, because it's more than one. (laughs) Well, we don't know what it's going to look like inside, but as far as the cover goes, we do. So you guys, the Big Hit merchandise account on Twitter tweeted out the announcement for the graphic lyric books for BTS. And the lyrics are for the HYYH era, uh, which is the beautiful moment in life era. And there are five volumes. Volume number one is a supplementary story, You Never Walk Alone. Volume number two is Save Me. Volume number three is House of Cards. Volume number four is Run. And volume number five is Butterfly. I'm excited to see how they're gonna like, I know we we know it's probably gonna be lyrics of their song. Right. So it's interesting Mm -hmm. though, because then the art um, after watching the teaser, it seemed like the art that they're incorporating should match the lyrics, mm-hmm. but also like that theme of that particular song. And and by the time you guys are listening to this, the books are on, on sale on Weverse. That's right. Uh, but one thing for U.S. Army, because we are in the U.S., we always want to see like, hey, what about U.S.? Yeah. Um, they also are going to be available on Amazon. So if you guys don't want to order from Weverse and want to see on Amazon, they are going to be available on Amazon. I strongly encourage you guys to follow. If you have Twitter, by the way, um, actually, you don't even have to have Twitter. You can just input this in Google and you can still have access to the <laughs> Twitter account. Um, but it's at BigHit underscore merch at big hit underscore merch that is the official 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 merchandise account for big hit and you'll see everything that they are selling and looking at the pictures that they've released it looks like it's gonna be all in one Mm -hmm. like you guys don't have to purchase each book individually uh it'll come all in one package like 
one box. It looks like a really cool set. So a really cool collectible and probably, you know, for those who also want their children to read. Actually, I wonder if it's going to be in English. I just thought of it now. Like they might that's have true, like an English true. and then mm-hmm. also a Korean Japanese. I don't know because they did that with notes. <laughs> Regardless, I think if, if you'll just like collecting any merch, I think this would be beautiful, a beautiful merch to like collect and put on your shelf. But we also got another announcement and i've been looking forward to this whole day because you know yeah. we love our theories we love the storyline the whole bangtan universe mm-hmm. they finally gave us updates on the tv drama that they mm-hmm. mentioned also mentioned in their past briefing actually the only thing that i'm not sure if they confirmed or not was like if it was a movie or a drama with like multiple episodes i don't know if that was confirmed but the title of this drama is going to be called blue sky They're going to start filming this in September. So I was kind of hoping that we would get this before the end of the year, but maybe COVID pushed it back a little bit. It's going to be about BTS's universe. So it is a fictional story. But remember that in Bangtan universe, the characters also have the same names as the members. Yeah. So don't get confused because I know, Jose, when I make my like timeline videos, people are like, oh my God, this... This didn't happen to the boys. I'm like, no, no, it's it's a fictional story. Don't yeah, worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, th- we have to make that clear. By the way, for the drama, they aren't gonna be using the boys' names so that there aren't any mm-hmm. confusion like that. But the story does reflect that of the Bangtan universe. So if mm-hmm. you see similarities to the music videos, highlight reels that they've released. It's because it is a inspiration or based on that story, that yeah. universe. But they're not going to be using the members' names or the members either. They're not going to mm-hmm. be in the in the drama. That's still exciting though, because it's like a whole drama based on the Bangtan universe. Sign me up, right? <laughs> right, like we need we have so many holes to fill. We're like seven years into this, and we're still like missing a lot of puzzle pieces to the storyline. So. I mean, I hope this will reveal more. Supposedly, mm-hmm. those, this drama is going to be taking place where the boys met in high school. And I'm mm-hmm. sure it's going to show like flashbacks of their past when they were young. Because a lot of them went through trauma when they were mm-hmm. younger. Yeah. And so we'll figure out more about that. Yeah, I also read that they're going to be hiring the actors that are going to play the the guys. They're going to be mm-hmm. like rookie actors. They're not going <gasps> to be any like established actors you know like yeah that's what i read letting the rookies shine Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean it only makes like it it reflects bts's story you know as well like in the universe that like they were rookies at one point as well they didn't know each other it's like Mm -hmm. kind of reflecting it in that way as well um i also read that it might be on netflix (gasps) once it comes out but we don't know that. We can't confirm that 100%, guys. But other than the TV drama and the books that they're about to drop, another product was released. <laughs> it's by, by now when you're listening to this, it's already been out for, I don't know, like a week. The Samsung S20 BTS edition. Well, it's low, low key. This has been my dream, Jose, because yeah. I've been a Samsung user for a while. I and know. I've been excited for you because I know you've been a Samsung user for like ever <laughs> we were chatting with each other right when, yeah. when the phone was finally <laughs> available for reservation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the phone went available in the u.s like midnight but eastern mm-hmm. time because it, for me because i'm in pst time yeah it was still 10 <laughs> yeah the galaxy 20 5g with the buds and the whole bts edition mm-hmm. apparently sold out in like 56 minutes on yes. weavers it did in Korea. Because when I first saw it on Weavers, I was like, oh, so it's going to be for everybody. But then when I saw that the shipping wasn't available in my... Ad- like, you know how it tells you your address or your country is not available for this item or whatever? I was like, okay, yeah. so it's only for South Korea. But then when I saw that in under an hour, it's so... Like, mm-hmm. we shouldn't even be surprised, but I kind of was yeah. because I was like, this is a whole phone. <laughs> like, this is <laughs> not an album. This is not a t-shirt. This is a phone. <laughs> yeah, and this phone, I think US dollars, depending if you get the whole package or whatever, uh-huh. it could get up to like $1,500. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm like, yo, people are dropping their money. I know we, we always joke about like how armies say, oh my God, we're broke. And then as soon as something <laughs> yeah. drops, boom, the money just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like we're broke and then like something goes on somewhere like, oh, I live in a mansion. I drive a Lamborghini. My bank account is full. I got that black Amex card. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I wish. Goals. Oh no, we gosh. can't go that far. We're struggling still. <laughs> we taking out credits and credit cards and not gonna lie, yeah. I dropped a credit card for this one. Um <laughs> Yeah, so guys, we actually Rosanna and I got it too. You know what? Because I thought about it and I was like, I was a Galaxy one Android, I should say, an Android user for the majority of my life. The only time I moved to iPhone was because my wireless company was telling me that it was like the best. I fell for it. I got the iPhone. I can't complain though. Like it is a good phone and I've had it for mm -hmm. years now. So it's not like I hate it or anything like that. But once I saw that this phone was also going to be available for the US, I was like, you know what? It's been a while since I got a new phone. It's a BTS phone. I have right? a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I can pay it in, in, in payments and my birthday is in July and that's when the mm -hmm. phone will come out. You know what? I'm going to gift it to myself for my birthday, even if that's it gets me in debt. <laughs> treat yourself, even though you're in debt. <laughs> treat yourself. No, actually, I don't treat myself, guys. I really don't. Like, I don't buy just... I, I don't remember the last time that I even bought clothes. I mean, that sounds horrible. Aww. I wash my clothes, guys. I wash my clothes. But it's just, <laughs> I, I hate shopping. I don't go, I I love shopping for others. I don't shop yeah. for myself. So Aww. once this was announced and everything, I was like, I can actually get it. I was like, you know what? Let me go back to that Galaxy life, that Android life. And yes. then, uh, so I reserved mine. And like Roseanne, we're waiting for it coming in July. And it's understandable because, like you said, this is a special BTS edition. I have friends like that come up to me and ask me, should I get this phone? And trust me when I say I love the, the Samsung. They have really good quality like cameras. Mm -hmm. Both the iPhone and Samsung is good. It's just preference. You know what I mean? So, no, girl, you can say it. Samsung has the best cameras on their phone. Yes, they do. And <laughs> I know yes. from experience because I've had both. I had a Galaxy 4. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was the last Android I think I had. And I loved that phone. But like I told you, I I just fell for the whole iPhone. Thing. Just saying, <laughs> Samsung usually gets the stuff before the iPhones do. I'm just <laughs> It's not like yeah, it, it, it's facts, girl. You are not lying. It's facts. Something that iPhone comes out, the Samsung already. Yeah, had. it already you happened like I mean? the last two years. So <laughs> yeah. welcome to the family. If you transition, you won't regret it. Especially if you are an army, this phone is perfect for you. And um, we're not Samsung sponsored. sponsor us. Please sponsor. Please sponsor us, Samsung. Please, like we we ain't, we ain't even trying nope. uh, to lie just so that you can sponsor. No, we 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 ain't lying. We speaking we, facts, we, Samsung. We speaking like, facts. Like they would so. listen to this. I mean, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was our update for today, you guys. Mm -hmm. So we are now gonna start our favorite segment, Love Army, where we read letters written by you guys. If you want to submit your letter or voice recording, please email them to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. And remember, don't feel discouraged if we haven't read your letter yet because we could always read it in our future episodes. So we have one letter today, and this is from Don Bernie. And Don says, Hi, first of all, I've loved both of your channels for years now. So this podcast is seriously just so perfect. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, my story. I'm 23, living in Dallas, teaching music, and I've been in ARMY since 2017. I was introduced to BTS after a new roommate in college came back from Korea, and she was determined to turn me into a K-pop fan. After some reluctancy, she finally showed me blood, sweat, and tears, and I just could not get it out of my head. I just had to know their names, and the rabbit hole ensued. Maybe a month or two later, they were on stage at the BBMAs accepting their first social artist award. I was only a baby army, but man, was I proud. For about a year, I kept my new interest to myself. I thought being a boy band fan at 21 was weird. LOL, what was I thinking? OMG. <laughs> Around this time, my sisters and I were kind of drifting apart, living in different cities, arguing constantly, and just losing interest in our relationship. It was devastating, 
and with my wedding coming up, I it really worried me. But then I eventually showed them BTS just out of curiosity. You know, maybe they'll dig it. And eventually they would text me about what videos to watch and things like, I think RM is my bias, but I don't know because Jin is so funny. <laughs> so relatable, honestly. My sisters and I shared this new interest. BTS really brought us closer, even if it was just a few texts every night. It all came to a really beautiful culmination when we attended the Speak Yourself tour in Chicago. I was standing next to my sisters when Best of Me started and I just lost it completely. For some reason, this song and the lyrics just meant so much more in that moment. I was praying Taehyung couldn't see my ugly crying 10 rows from the stage. <laughs> BTS didn't necessarily save my life, but they saved my relationship with my sisters. We've never been closer, truly. We've even brought mom into the mix. Who will see BTS for the first time this year for her 60th birthday? Added note, my oldest sister had a terribly rough year in 2018, right when I force fed her BTS. She fell deep for them and the message love yourself inspired her to leave an unhealthy relationship and it pushed her to pursue dream of teaching English abroad. She's now living in South Korea teaching English. What? <laughs> I hope that wasn't too long, but this is my army story. I purple y'all Dawn. Wow. wow. Jinx so Yomi Soda Rosen. <laughs> We said wow at the same time. Even my brain was so slow. I'm like, what? Soda? Where? <laughs> no, but honestly, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Because that means that like, not only what, like you said, did it save your relationship with your sisters, but it also saved your sister from an unhealthy relationship. Like, that's deep, y'all. And the fact that now she's, you know, teaching abroad. Hopefully she's doing good in South Korea. And I hope you guys are staying safe. This mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. sent before things got worse with COVID. We're all sad that it hasn't gone through with a tour. But mm -hmm. let's all be hopeful, you guys. And I hope that your mom will be able to attend concert when the tour comes up again. Yeah. And that all of you guys get to attend together. Because it's beautiful. I'm so happy that you and your, your siblings and even your mom have gotten closer because uh -huh. of BTS. BTS bringing families closer. Right? Facts. We love to see it. Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. Not only does Himalaya have tons of cool features like curated podcast playlists and collections, along with personalized recommendations, but our brand new members-only version of this, Interlude Army Plus, is only available on the Himalaya app. When you become a member of Interlude Army Plus, you'll get all ad-free, exclusive episodes, giveaways, and more. You'll even get these episodes a day early. And the best part is, Interlude Army Plus is available for just $4.99 a month. So, Download Himalaya and join Interlude Army Plus today. Welcome back to Interlude Army. Today, we have two amazing guests joining us. We have the UCLA Bruin Marching Band Director, Kevin McCown, and one of the tenor drummers from the UCLA band, Emma Atkins. Please welcome Kevin and Emma. Yay! <laughs> if you could go ahead and introduce yourselves, please. Hi, Kevin McCown. I'm the Director of Athletic Bands at UCLA. Um, I'm Emma. Um, I'm a recent graduate with a degree in psychology, and I was in band for all four years um, while I was at UCLA. Amazing. Thank awesome. you guys so much for taking the time to join us, because we would love to learn more about you and how the project with BTS came together. Now, for those who are tuning in, the UCLA band participated in BTS's song called On, and we can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts and experience. So... First question is, how did you find your love for music and what inspired you to pursue it? I guess for music in general, it really started with my grandma. Um, she taught me piano from like the age of like, I mean, the joke was that I would sing and do music before like I could talk. Um, and so she started teaching me piano when I was really young. Um, I went to like an arts focused elementary school. And so we actually um, like, we all had to take our, we all did a recorder in fourth grade and we all had to learn an instrument. I started on flute. Um, there ended up being way too many flutes in my middle school band. And so my director was like, hey, do you want to play drums? And so best choice I ever made 
because basically all we do is just mess around in the back <laughs> while the rest of music happens. Um, and so I ended up doing that. And then I um, went in high school, I played tenor, uh, tenor drums. And then when I came to UCLA, I actually played cymbals. Um, That's so, yeah. Nice. I, and I swear, Emma and I did not compare answers so when she mentioned her grandmother I was like oh my god that's exactly how I started it was my grandmother who had never really learned any traditional way of playing piano but it is is an amazing woman at age 100 wow. and she taught us how to you know play piano by rote so all these great classical tunes but you know mainly from from your ear and then from there um you know I came to uh, California from Northern Ireland in 1982 and one of the things that connected me to music was a school band program and ha having a clarinet. I never had something, you know, so having an instrument provided uh, and then that feeling of assimilation, inclusion uh, at an early age just really propelled me. And then middle school was one of those things where I was good at it mm -hmm. and then led to high school. And then I went to a community college and then went to UCLA and stayed there for a master's degree and doctoral work. And then went back to the same community that I grew up in to teach. So I've come back and taught the same schools I went to. And now I'm teaching at UCLA. So it's a phenomenal story. And it wouldn't have happened without, you know, that that love for music. Yeah. And it's so crazy that, um, Kevin, you just mentioned clarinet and in middle school, because I actually played the clarinet in band in my middle school. <laughs> so many connections. But um, unfortunately, I did stop playing it. Uh, I wish I still pursued it. But um, yeah, just a little connection there. Um, our second question ties in a little bit on how why you pursued it and what inspired you to pursue it. Um, what does music mean to you? Well, that's deep mm -hmm. question um, <laughs> it means a lot to me um i think like music is the one thing that really unites everybody mm -hmm. um i think that you know music is the thing that we see in every culture around the world from like really early on and so like for me personally like i've made most of my friends through like music and going to concerts and being involved in the live music scene um plus you know being in the ucla marching band um the nice thing about music is you show up and you show up to band day one and you are already in a room full of people that are like that are mm -hmm. like you and are want to be your friend. Um, and so it's really just the community aspect you get with music that, that really is so um, drawing. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, there's nothing that can connect people so quickly. I think of Emma has been my student for, we had a year, but I feel like I've known Emma almost, you know, her whole life because that connection through music and that trust that's built, uh, and it takes time obviously, but there's something about music that it's, if you, once you can put it into words, it loses its meaning because part of it should, should have no, no uh, way to describe it's just a feeling you get that um i think connects us all very true before this project though um have you heard of bts before because i know emma you mentioned during the on commentary film dialogue at like two minutes and 29 seconds that as soon as you found out that it was bts like you freaked out and jumped around the room so yeah i was super excited um i have a lot of like i said i made a lot of my friends through like the live music community and so um like for me bts was like what i would qualify as like a playlist oh. band so like a band that i like i would if i'm like especially like a workout playlist or something that's going to be upbeat and peppy like they're the, they're the type of group i'll go to so something that's just going to like you know keep good energy but a lot of my friends were like super involved in their in the fandom and they're super involved on twitter um and so like i knew a lot about the band through mm -hmm. them um and just how incredible the fan base is um because Got of that it. Yeah, I mean, I I knew of BTS, but obviously, um, my being a little bit more distinguished, I knew how popular they were, mm -hmm. or at least I thought I knew how popular they were. I really thought they were, you know, I mean, I, I grew up in a time where the boy bands were really popular, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, the 90s and early 2000s in, in school, but mm -hmm. um, you think you have an idea of how popular a group is, and then it just you know, it went beyond. I, I knew it was popular when when a kid's uh, high school that I teach at actually came up and wanted to talk to me about the recording process. And, and at that point, I realized, oh, my God, this is on a di completely different level than even I was prepared for. That's amazing, because even uh, I, well, I didn't know you were also taught in high school, but that's amazing that even then you have students that are very mm -hmm. interested in learning about the music process, you know, what goes behind 
the seams. No pun intended. <laughs> um, now for our next question, how far in advance were you contacted to do this project? And was this your first non-English? I mean, it, it happened pretty quickly. Uh, so I think it was like November, just like anything you've, you, you hear about something. Uh, one of our great faculty members at UCLA, Dwayne Benjamin, has worked with a lot of prominent uh, musicians and recording artists. And he was the one that, that mentioned us that, that BTS wanted to have something that was really, uh, had that marching band component. I think Beyonce has really made it really popular mm -hmm. to add marching bands and especially drum lines uh, back into the scene. So, mm -hmm. you know, obviously that's really exciting. We hope that's a trend that con mm -hmm. con continues. Has hashtag UCLA band. Um, and, mm -hmm. uh, but for, for me, it was the first time I've ever done something at an international level. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was really exciting. I mean, were you given like certain instructions to follow or did they give you some sort of like freedom to create or how did this process go? Uh, they are very, they, I'll say they're pros. <laughs> they know exactly what they want. Oh. And, um, you know, there's the guidelines and uh, I'll, maybe Emma could probably jump in and talk about the actual recording process itself. Mm -hmm. So when we got the music, we rehearsed it by ourselves. Then we went through some rehearsals. The rehearsal process is the best part about anything. I mean, the product is great, but the rehearsal process itself mm -hmm. is such a joy to go through because that's where you really get a chance to collaborate a little bit and you feel like you're, you're part of the process and uh, questions were being asked. Uh, opinions were, were given at, at that point um but they definitely you know the producers definitely had a thought an, an idea on what they wanted well yeah and i would say like when we were recording so obviously i was playing tenor drums in the in the recording itself but we actually brought a pair of cymbals with us because we didn't know like what necessarily sounds they wanted and so like day of they were like hey do you want to do a couple of cymbal crashes and so yeah i think you can see it in the commentary video but i, I had a couple crashes like going into the chorus and stuff um, that ended up get, getting put in later, even though we didn't really rehearse that in rehearsal. So I, I'm assuming that there was a lot of like edits or like they just kept changing the music throughout the process or adding on to it. Cause you said your symbols weren't added on until like later on. Yeah. So like when, when they recorded, you like start, we kind of started with one instrument and then we built, we built up from there. Uh, um, Cause we had, there were two separate days. There was the, the day that we had all the drums and then we had the day that there was all the winds. So I was on the day with the drums. And I think, I forget which one we started with. I think it was bass drums. Um, mm -hmm. And then we just added drums on top of it. Um, and then he, the guy did all his magic behind the scenes. And it oh, came out amazing. Interesting. So. We, we actually had a previous guest on here saying that they kept changing the song that he participated in. Um, he wasn't playing any instruments or anything, but he was a dancer for a, an art film of theirs. So did you guys have any experiences like that to where maybe the song kept changing where you guys had to adapt to that or maybe you guys didn't even listen to the final project until it was out <laughs> no i think you're right jose it's um it's a little bit different from choreography because um then something's recorded sometimes a lot of times when you're talking about choreography you have a chance to visually see it right away um so when it comes to recording as emma mm -hmm. was saying you lay down different tracks so we had different tracks being laid out. And honestly, we didn't know what it was going to sound like when it came out. Oh. And um, so you're, you're just, and you have a mind in your mm -hmm. mind, like, okay, you've got a melody. Ba -da -da -da, beat it up, um, how's that going to work? And then when you see it all put through that process of a producer and um, editor and all that stuff, and then you hear the final product and it's just, I mean, it's so professional. It's, and, and, but, but it also feels like we were part of it. They could have very easily right. done all that with, um, you know, without live instruments. Mm -hmm. And so for us, it, it made, it was awesome for us to feel like we bring that, that little bit of energy of that little bit of liveliness to the recording. I mean, it came out amazing. <laughs> um, this one's, this next question is geared to, more towards you, Kevin. Um, how did you choose the particular band students to be involved? Uh, well, I've got a great staff, Ken and Paul, who are the assistant and associate directors. You know, they have known the students a lot longer than than I have. So for me, this was only, I, I think, three months into the job. Mm -hmm. And so I really had to trust that they knew which students not only could could play the parts, but also we wanted to recognize, find students we knew that this would mm -hmm. really mean something to them personally, that they would have a love and appreciation for BTS um, and the process. So, um, I, you know, kudos to... Uh, Ken and Paul, because I think they, they picked some phenomenal representatives, not just players, but ambassadors. 
for our program that you saw in the um, documentary that I was super proud of. I'm in that documentary for 1.5 seconds, and that's all I need to be because that's that's all. Like, but uh, again, <laughs> that's the kind of the process we went through. Amazing! You mentioned that you watched the uh, the dialogue. Um, what did you think about that, actually? Because I know both of you guys. I gotta find where you're at though in that, because I did find Emma, but that point, a few seconds, I gotta find that. <laughs> I'll point it out because I, I may have you know taken a screenshot of it, put it on my <laughs> Facebook group because it it has the producer P Dog. And it's got Dwayne, and it has my name yes. through. I'm like, there we go. I, I'm, I'm somebody. Look at that. So, I'll, I'll, I'll show you what that is. For sure, for sure. I mean, I thought that dialogue film was well done. I love how they highlighted the people who participated, especially mm -hmm. the UCLA band. I really hope that they end up making more films like that as well in the future, just to showcase that there's so much talent out there, and especially your guys' band that participated. You mentioned, Emma, that it took two days to record, but like, how long did it take to prepare? I mean, like, you guys were given the music sheets, and then, or did you guys just play things on the spot for those two days, or how did that all work out yeah so it was actually a really uh quick turnaround for, like kevin was mentioning about like when this all happened like i think uh paul approached me at rehearsal one time was like hey are you free these days to do a super secret project that we cannot talk about <laughs> um and then i said yes and then a couple days later i got the email and then we rehearsed so we rehearsed i think for like five hours or something on on a sunday or saturday and mm -hmm. then the following weekend was when we recorded. Um, but it was actually, it was a very long two days for, for me because it was, we had a football game the day before. And so we'd been out until like two in the morning. Oh, wow. And Oof. then we had to get up and be in, uh, we had to be at the studio by like 8 a.m. And then we recorded all day until like one o'clock or so. And then we left and went, came, I went home, I napped for 15 minutes and went straight to a basketball game. Um, so, and then the, the winds recorded the next day. So, um, it ended up being like, it, it was, you know, a couple hour processes throughout, but we got in the music like before the rehearsal and then, um, kind of could, could look, could look it over before we God, recorded. Nice. Now, when you were in the recording studio, was that like intimidating or anything like that? Like, did you feel any type of pressure because this is going to be like an international global recording <laughs> it was definitely it was definitely nerve-wracking especially because i really haven't played tenor drums in like four years mm -hmm. um and so it it, it it had been a minute thankfully we had you know rehearsal mm -hmm. to do it um but I, I wasn't the only one on the tenor drums um my our, our friend justin was also on there with me and so thankfully since i wasn't alone mm -hmm. it was nice to have a little bit of like companionship in the room but it was a really cool experience and something i'd never done before um because i had never had the opportunity so. Oh, and the, the the producers were really kind, you know, and um, just like I think you don't know what it's going to be. You don't know how intense it's going to be, but they were long. Mm -hmm. It was a long process, but it was at no point did I think our students felt like it was too stressful of an environment. It was actually very positive. And um, again, I just me not knowing the group or the level as, as well as maybe Emma mm -hmm. maybe helped ease my stress of going into that. And, you know, I'm sitting in a room watching and listening and I'm next to one of the most successful uh, producers from Big Hit Media. And, and I just, just know him as, as this guy who's next oh. to me. I didn't know who he was. So maybe uh, that was a good oh, thing. Did you find out who you were sitting oh. by later on? Or do you know which producer you were sitting by? Oh, that oh, was P-Dog. I was next to P-Dog. Oh. Mm, okay. I'm throwing names around. I'm throwing names around. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping names. I mean, Kevin, how was that experience, though, um, working with them? I, I'm sure there was, like, like translators that were there, or did P-Dog speak to you personally on how to work things? No, uh, there were some translators there, and again, uh, I think at that point, after we've done the rehearsals, uh, and and Dwayne Benjamin did a great job with arrangements and really preparing our students uh, in the rehearsal process, so that we went in, we nice. just knew exactly what we needed to do, and and the, and they, there was just an understanding of, of what we were doing, and just like anything, the music that whole it's kind of cheesy, but music is a universal language. We were able to kind of talk through um, hearing stuff and and like bringing out a line, um, asking. You know, I remember mentioning maybe bringing down a line when it descended 
Um, but I could sing it through like a sol solfeggio uh, so, uh, and he understood exactly what that meant. So it was, it, again, it was really, it was a great opportunity. Sounds like it was very collaborative, which is pretty cool. I mean, amazing. <laughs> um, now, going back a little bit to the dialogue or documentary, um, did you guys know they were they were going to do this? They were going to release a documentary type of film? Or do you, do you think, oh, they're just going to interview us and release it in some type of other way? Or did you guys, were you guys told it was going to be for that? I mean, we were, we knew that there, because we, we got interviewed um, and they mm -hmm. were, you know, longer interviews than what you saw oh. in, the, in the film as, right. as it goes. Um, but we, so we knew there was going to be something um, and like, we had been told like, hey, make sure you have, like, make sure you know kind of like what you're, you might want to say if you were interviewed. Um, but we had no idea what that was going to turn into, whether that was going to be like, you know, a five minute little clip or that, whether that was going to be an hour long thing. Like we didn't know, we didn't know what it was going to be. We just knew that, gotcha. that they were filming. And what's cool about it, it's, it's led to, um, that documentary must've been seen by, um, the local <clears throat> major Korean television station and Emma and I, and, and a couple other, uh, staff and, and band members were asked to be on a oh. Korean TV documentary about mm -hmm. about relations from Korea and the U.S. post -war, uh, post Korean War, and uh, finding you know similarities in, in culture and how we collaborate. So uh, you know we didn't realize that when you're making something that that you don't know what it is, how big it, it it's going to be, mm -hmm. and also how it connects on so many wow, different levels. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so happy they did it. I I know Roseanne mentioned this, but in a previous podcast we talked about it, and we just thought it was so cool how they put the focus mm -hmm. on you guys. Uh, in this documentary, yeah, we see like short clips of them, but when they were like in their debut days, just showing how they also recorded in that same studio, but none, none of it was like recent or present because they wanted to focus on you guys and the choir as well that also was uh, presented to us in that documentary film. So I just thought it was amazing. I'm so glad you guys were, you know, yeah. presented to us in that way. <laughs> now, um, did you guys get to listen to the final version of on before the release or maybe once it was released and what did you think about the song once it was out well so for me like when it on release day i remember i was like really keeping up with like when things are going to be released at what time mm -hmm. and because in, in the recording studio we heard kind of the backing track and i could hear vaguely what the vocals were but we had no idea what they actually like they were super far they, they were mostly muted yeah. um so we really couldn't hear much when we were recording but I remember on like the day that it was released, they had released a 30 second clip of the audio on TikTok. Um, right, and yeah. <laughs> so, and, and I remember I was like, oh, I'm gonna log on and check it out. And then of course the app crashed because that's just how powerful like <laughs> the army is. That it was just like, oh, can't log on to the app anymore. Um, but when I eventually did get to listen to it, it was really cool to hear those 30 seconds and be like, oh, I was in that little part. Um, and then when it, the full thing finally released and getting, getting to hear it for the first time was amazing. I didn't hear, uh, you know, the, the finished product until after, uh -huh. way, way after, and even after Emma had mentioned, and then I saw the video and, and listened to it and then just saw the responses. And as you mentioned, not just the responses to the video, but the re responses on our own band mm -hmm. Instagram and what it meant to so many uh, kids from, from all over the world and how, how much they thought, how cool they thought it was that included the UCLA band and so for us, you know, it's it, it just became international and it was a way to show our university and our, and our band that we're so proud of um, on, on a complete, and we, you know, obviously it means we have a, a new group of followers and people that love us because of our connection through BTS. So we're very proud of that. Yeah, and I thought awesome. it was really cool. That I was I kept looking up like UCLA marching band on Twitter and just kind of followed like what people were saying for the couple of days mm -hmm. after. And it was just so great to see all the people that was like, man, like I wish I stuck with band, or I'm so glad I stuck with band because I'll have you know I'll have great experiences like this, or like the marching band nerd in me is so happy. And so it was really cool to see like the positive response from other people that are in band. Um, mm -hmm. getting to see how, how cool that was as well. I really hope that it inspires um, children who are going into UCLA to join band. You know, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Jose, but not a lot of um, Korean artists kind of incorporate a marching band into their music. And it, it's just, just the sound of a marching band in a song just sounds amazing and just a lot more lively and powerful. 
And so just like you mentioned to Kevin, how like Beyonce incorporated a, a marching band in her, in her concert, um, I, I believe Coachella too. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. amazing to see. So I really do That's hope right. to see more of that in the future for music. Well, that would be amazing to see BTS perform with you guys like in LA. <laughs> No, that'd be cool. We just got to get the army behind it, you know? We just got to get everybody to want to have that together. And we'll mm -hmm. wait. We'll wait a year, whatever it takes, you know? But we, we want, we would love to have that opportunity. That would be amazing to see. So yes. for those who are listening, though, and they want to keep up with you guys, what's the best place to check up on news or catch up on social media for you guys? I would say definitely Instagram um, is would be the, the our most like frequently used Instagram, Facebook. Um, we also have a Twitter account as well, um, but we're pretty active on Instagram stories. We do Q and A's, um, especially for people who are interested in joining the band. Um, that's a great way to reach out to us and we can answer questions. Um, so yeah, it's UCLA band um, on Instagram and most other platforms. Did you have any plans to possibly be involved in one of their stages if they had had a concert? At the Rose Bowl? Uh, you know, I don't think we were part of it, mainly because, as you mentioned, um, the choreography piece, I think, uh, Jose, we were talking about that earlier, mm -hmm. um, was, you know, I think, like anything, it takes takes so long to figure out a, a show and how, I mean, the choreography is such a huge part of, mm -hmm. of their performance. Right. And so I think they, um, there was some talk about, you know, us maybe going to Korea. This is way back uh, and and doing something for a couple mm -hmm. months there, um, but that didn't quite mm -hmm. work out with schedules. And uh, now, as you see in the, the video, that's that's not us in the video. Mm -hmm. Those are dancers, and um, and and so you know, I, I'm I'm hoping that you know if that ever happened, that there'd be a way to connect that uh, with with UCLA. But we can figure it out. We just we just need time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. No, well, we really do appreciate you guys taking the time to be here with us. I mean, it was really cool to hear your guys' experience inside and also your your thoughts on all this. Um, hopefully, like I said, this won't be the last time and more people will reach out to you guys as well other than BTS to participate in their future songs. Because like I said, I want to hear more of Marching Band. Mm -hmm and music so can we give a special shout out to emma who graduated recently and during all these crazy <laughs> conditions that we're in i'm just so proud of her and all the band students who persevered and and got through the the yes. finish line graduated and now are, are are part of us they're 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 an alumnus of, of a fine university so congratulations emma congratulations yeah congratulations emma <laughs> Uh, so what did you think about this episode, Roseanne, and the interview, everything? Well, the episode itself, of course, it's always so fun to just sit here and chat with mm -hmm. Jose on updates oh. that we love. So, you know, thankful that you guys are listening to this podcast because you guys are the reason why we could continue to do this. Yeah. But even the interview was really fun. I just love hearing people's experiences, um, just experience, period. But yeah. <laughs> um, even working with, bts and this whole project was on so how how did you feel about this episode jose same i always look forward to chatting with you about anything bts and recapping even mm -hmm. learning of maybe stuff that i may have missed um yeah and excited for our listeners as well and like like you said thank you to our listeners because honestly that's why we keep doing this and we're able to keep going <laughs> yeah. um but as far as the interview wow so amazing to see like we already knew a little bit because of the documentary you know how how mm -hmm. it was but it was just a little bit like we didn't know the full capacity and just learning more about yeah. it it's so interesting and and exciting and and i it's almost like we're living vicariously like oh my god like, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like we're I... there too because you know they're fans as well of bts and i'm just so happy for them and it's so exciting to know that like this is something that they cannot, like, nobody can take that away from them. You know, like Emma mm -hmm. or anything, like, in her resume or something, she'd be like, you know what? I recorded for BTS. It's an actual recording. I got footage of it. And it's just like, yes, girl. Right. Yes. <laughs> and when Kevin mentioned that he was sitting by Peter. I know. I, yeah, we live vicariously through them, through mm -hmm. their stories. So. <laughs> so to stay updated, follow us on Twitter at Interlude Army PD. That's Interlude Army PD. If you want to send any feedback 
or your Love Army letters, please email us at interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. That's interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. So that was our episode for this week. Make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode. And thank you once again for tuning in and have amazing, have a amazing week. Beautiful, beautiful outro thing. <laughs> I love how you added on to that. Love you guys. Bye, <laughs> bye, Jose. <laughs> well, oh my god! Sorry, guys. We're just like it's been a day. It's been a day. What? It hasn't even been a day yet. I'm leaving all of this in just just for your information. <laughs> okay. Bye, y'all. Bye, bye guys. Jose. Bye, Jose. Bye. Kim Nam-Jun, Kim So-Jin, Min Yoon-Hee, Jung-Ho-Suk, Park Jimin, Kim Tae-Yong, Jung Jung-Hoo, BTS. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.